Hello and welcome back to Tabletop Vagabonds. As you know by now, it's episode 11. Tabletop Vagabonds is a D&D 5e actual play podcast set in the homebrew world of Aria. I'm Alex Wright, your DM, and I'm joined by the ardent Amy. Ooh, hello. I'm Amy. I'm playing Melinda Wrenchnuzzle, a Sky Gnome Warlock, and I am joined by the devious Dave. Ooh. Uh, I'm Dave, I'm playing Finn, the Larsa Artificer, uh, and I am joined by the cathartic Craig. Well, hello. Hi everyone, I'm Craig, I play Volley Willowstar, the eight-year-old Volmanay wild magic sorcerer, say that after a few rooms, and I am joined by the astral Alex. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Alex, I'm playing Osric Springforge, the gear gnome forge cleric, and of course, with me is the avuncular Alex, our DM. Whoa. I, I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, according to the website I'm on, it means relating to your uncle. But oh. I'm, not, I'm not sure I believe that. What? No, <laughs> this is actually doing your throat. What? <laughs> That's what it says. All right. That's I'm hilarious. Read in the dictionary. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Hmm. Wait, does it mean Alex is related to his uncle or relating to your uncle? I, <laughs> I think it means something that relates to an uncle, I think. <laughs> so it, it's like it, uncle Uncle Alex. We have the power of the internet. Why are we struggling? Anthropology 2. Um, avuncular. Relating to the relationship between men and the children of their siblings. Right. I, okay. Or so, kind and friendly towards a younger or less experienced person. I prefer Aww. the other one. Oh, I'm going to go with the nicer one. Uh, well, thank you very much for being so nice about me being nice about other people. Thanks, Alex. So, guys, last episode... We picked up with Volley and Finn being arrested while Melinda and Osric left. Yeah, we left Corvanus with a old Wainstick, <laughs> Gret Swallow. Yes, yes, you did. He decided to stay back. <laughs> Finn's greatest regret, not getting to meet Wainstick, Gret Swallow. Yes, well, unfortunately, Corvanus decided to stay with Wainstick, Gret Swallow in his contemplation tub to try and rebuild or at least investigate into why the Tear chapter was attacked. Personally, I just think they're probably just having a nap together. They're probably contemplating as we speak, yes, for sure. Finn and Volley tried to get away from the Tian forces, failed, and were promptly dragged off to interrogation. Caught Volley, and then Finn, realising he couldn't really leave Volley and he couldn't attack the guards, uh, decided to surrender and try and talk to them again, but they just arrested us. At which point we were handcuffed, which caused Volley's life essence to be drained and uh volley had didn't really have much wares about him while he was uh handcuffed yeah and then you were interrogated by the tier enforcers mm -hmm. then dragged off to the glam tinker estate where you met brock who threatened you guys and said that osric will have to give answers that he wants or you will be executed oh funnily enough brock is avuncular to osric <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Osric was getting acquainted with uh, technology as he found out what happened when you send out a, a citywide sprite to people to say you're back in town. Yeah, yeah. His attempt with the yell didn't go too well. An incredibly aggressive message. <laughs> I particularly enjoyed him attempting to use like the phone, I guess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and just not really understanding A, how to dial it or how to hang it up. <laughs> that was quite fun. You don't need phones out where I've been living for the last 200 years. All new to me. Who did we meet, Alex? Um, we met my cousin Myra, who's an old friend of mine, and my old butler, Sardonic Silica, who I haven't seen since I left the city. He's your Alfred. They warned you that uh, your uncle perhaps might not be the happiest to see you, as you are, in fact, next in line for the head of the Glam Tinker family above his own son. You tried to find out where your companions had vanished upon them not returning to the silly Sildred, there's a series of sprites sent around, a uh, very unhelpful message from Volley coming back, but the secure sprite did confirm that, in fact, Finn and Volley were at the Glam Tinker estate. Meanwhile, Volley and Finn got released from their handcuffs, thanks to their punk and rock sprite, and Finn started tinkering with the junk he bought from the market previously. Mal and Osric then decided to go to the Glam Tinker estate, where they met Myra, who led them in to the dinner... Ah, and we met Bami, and I did some great curtsying. I was very happy with my curtsying. You did a great curtsy, yes. You're 21 from memory, I think, Yeah, on that curtsy. Mm -hmm. People are still thinking about that curtsy, like, <laughs> this day. 
They're just sat there eating. They're trying to eat, but they just keep thinking, damn, that's a good curtsy. Yeah. She's not even she's not even a gear name. I mean, this day is literally like a second after that curtsy. So yeah, they are still thinking about it for sure. Yeah. She doesn't even go here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at. It's dinner time, dining time at the Glam Tinker Estate. I'm still pretty full from my, my Albert steak and disgusting drink that had lunchtime. And you have about like seven more courses coming your way. Time to get fancy. I'm never full. Melinda and Osric, you are on a dinner table, sat with you are 13 other people, most of them gnomes with various brightly coloured hair. You do see at the table is also Bergwine Spanatung, who you met previously at the attack on Tyr with his fantastic moustache and goatee and his bald head. He was the um, Tyr Enforcer, is that right? He was the head of the Tyr Enforcers, yes. There is also a human in very fancy clothes and a gnome who looks a mishmash of various clothes from different areas. Stands out quite a bit from the rest. As the silence takes over from when Brock said to start the dinner, suddenly the servants and waiters who have been standing silently on the edge, almost like quiet watchers of the dinner, start coming out and putting down plates, dinners, drinks, food. It's very much a help-yourself affair. And I need you, Osric, to roll perception as I roll something. <laughs> All right. What a way to start. I got a nine. As um, I start filling my plate, which I will happily do, I'm very excited about all this food, um, I'd like to take a picture of the table, like, both my food and of, like, people. And I'll be, like, asking them. It's not, like, covert. I'm just like, oh, smile, like, you know. Uh, yes, you get, oh, yes, says one gnome with brightly yellow hair, a bit bewildered as he's not quite smiled before the photo's been taken. I want to take these pictures, and I'm trying to flatter them, but I'm also, like, trying not to get in their way either. Like, sure. you know, I don't want to disrupt their dinner. You get some bemused looks, but people are generally kind of accepting. You've had a nice interaction. You curtsied very well previously. You clearly know the etiquette, even though this is a bit strange. Osric, a bit of paper is gently slid into your pocket. And as you look up, you see the person serving you your drink is Sardonyx Silica. Is he dressed like Sardonyx or is he wearing a big fake moustache? <laughs> He's wearing the waiter outfit as though everyone else is. Mm -hmm. And he, he gives you a, Lord Osric. After pouring your drink, he walks away. I'll, um, I'll raise my drink to him and sort of nod delicately. So, Osric, do tell us where you've been these past years. Are you done? I am not. Here <laughs> 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 I am done. When you say we're on a table of like 13 other people, are we, has uh, Brock seated us um dramatically far away as a sort of noble slight or yeah it's quite strange all 12 of you are seated almost at the end of an incredibly long table and brock is far on the other side at God. the head seat so he's both slow and incredibly distant exactly right. <laughs> yes for sure um well seeing as he is so far away i think i'll reply by responding much more casually to everyone else sat in my immediate vicinity mm -hmm. um loud enough for him to hear but quite pointedly not directly at him and just explain that two centuries ago, me and the Glamtinkers had a bit of a, a bit of a falling out over where we thought the, the Glamtinker Forge should head. And uh, we decided the best thing to do was uh, for me to take a leave of absence from the family and, and explore the world a little bit. So I ventured out into the, into the rural hinterlands of around Tyr and set up Springforge. That's where I've been ever since, perfecting my, uh, my trinkets and my, my toys. As you're telling those around you, you look around them as you speak. An old gnome who at first you didn't recognize, mm -hmm. you start to realize, her, despite her gray hair and her aging features, you start seeing your mum's face. Yeah. You were missed, my sweet Osric. Um, I, as, as she says that, I'll look up and uh, you'll see a glint will come into my eye and I'll, I'll, it's not quite a tear, but it's, it's edging there. And I'll say, Vila, mum? Yes, it's good to see you. It's just a shame you didn't return before your father passed. I, I know. I I only found out today um, that the news never reached me. I, I, I wish you knew where I was. Both of you roll perception for me, please. All right. Um, if I get a moment to myself when people are pointedly in other conversations, I will sneak a glance at the note. Um, but for now, I've got a 17. 11. Okay, so Melinda, you are enjoying the evening so much that you don't really pick on much of what happens. People are chatting to you. Bammy's talking to you a lot. She's kind of talking at you more than with you. 
uh, very excitedly telling her mum and her father about the adventures that you guys had. I would be looking as well. Like, I would definitely want to try and just speak to people who look really important. That's just what Melinda like likes to do and flatter and chat. Too busy looking at how people are reacting to her than anything else. <laughs> so the people that look most important, you've got three people with bright blonde hair, that one of them mm. you recognise from Unity Day. As conversation flows, you, you pick them up as the dust wobbles who are also on the Council of Tear. You've got obviously the glam tinkers, of which there's Myra, Brock, Dyer, and Vila. Vila being Osric's mum, Brock his uncle, Dyer his aunt, and Myra his cousin. There's a human who, as conversation flows, it becomes clear that he's talking very intently to Brock. You kind of gauge through conversation that he is a representative of Sprite Tech. There is also a gnome who looks like they're a Sky Gnome, who is representative of S, ESS, which is Essence Security Services. There's Bammy, Ellie, and Weinstein Dino Nozzle, and that's everyone at the party. Osric, if you're not going to read the note until there's a moment of pause, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. DC 15. Sure. Yeah, I I, I don't want people to realise that I had this. Oh, is it a saving throw against magic? It's not, is it? Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. I get advantage because I'm a gnome. Oh, I rolled even worse. I got a nine. <laughs> okay. You are now under the influence of the truth spell. Oh, shit. Okay. And my cheeks turn a slightly redder shade of pink. You are not aware of it, but you are under it. With your 17, you do notice that, unlike back when you were in Tyr, the servants all have a marking, a badge on their shoulder, almost like a uniform, with the glam tinker symbol, which is this small hammer and a gem. And they've all got it, same as the guards for Glam Tinker Estate, they're all wearing this symbol on them. It's very regimented, very militaristic almost, which it never was like back when you were at Tier. Can you roll history with advantage for me, please? Sure, I can. Uh, 17. Okay, so you know, by High Gear Society, there'll be three courses, and then there'll be what is known as the Socialite, which is when all the people will get up, go into the main room, listen to some music, kind of chat, almost like a kind of party, and then... Once that's done for about two hours, they go back to the meal. That's just how these affairs work. There's kind of a, a meal, a social event, and then more meal. I think after three hours, that's just called another meal, isn't it? In high gear society, it's not. <laughs> it's an all-evening affair. With the 17, as the people are talking, you're going to be addressed directly by a gnome with bright yellow hair. So, Osric, what is your stance on the lower gears, perchance? I was always in, in favour of the lower gears. The, uh, I always thought the gnomes down there had a harder time of life than they really deserved. And noble families, including my own, the Glam Tinkers, we lorded it over them more than they really deserved. And to be honest, I think we should all take our money and redistribute it somewhat. Wait, wait what? Was that how you end the conversation? Wait, what? <laughs> what <Yeah>. am I saying? <laughs> redistribute the wealth! <laughs> Hang on. I look a little bit stunned at the end of that sentence. Very interesting. That's, <laughs> okay, that's... of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even, I'm the DM, but I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I completely like, forgot you <laughs> the truth spell. Yeah. Um, um, are we sat on the ta- at the table You're still right at the now? table. This is still the conversation at the table, yeah. Of course, you were here a very long time ago, weren't you, Osric? And much has changed since then. To be honest, it looks like it's changed for the worst. There's kind of an awkward silence at the moment, and you see Ellie Dino Nozzle, Bammy's mother, purse a bit. Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't think you know. We've done quite a lot to earn this money. I think it's a bit giving it to the lower. Key. I mean, they get, they have ample. This <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> talks into her glass as she starts drinking. I will tell you though, um, and it's something that we can all agree on is those varts outside of the city are causing quite the nuisance. Oh, the preposterous! This is bird wine <laughs> with, his, with the mustache flapping. I've told the guard many a time to go doing routine checks. I dealt with them quite well. There are very few Zvarts. I have it on good authority. They're not really round anymore. Oh well, I'm sure you're doing a great job, but you, they're just hard to keep up with, aren't they? And that that terrible one that's releasing that music. Have you heard about him? Uh, no. Um, Svart music, preposterous. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be happy to give you some information about it. Write it down and send it to my secretary. Quite. I'm sure you'll be able to sort him out. No problem. The human is going to speak to you directly, Osric. So, if you think it's going incorrectly, in this time of strife with the attacks on Unity Day, raising security measures is not a outside idea it's quite a good one i think 
I I don't disagree. <laughs> I I think raising security in some ways is not a is not a bad idea. However, perhaps doing so without uh, alienating others might be the best route to to a better solution. Osric's getting a little drunk on truth here. <laughs> At that moment, a voice is going to cut across the conversation. And nephew. How would you suggest we do it then? I, I think by now Osric's kind of got a, a hunch that perhaps things aren't quite right, but he will still say, I, I have no answer. I've not been here for 200 years. And at that moment, you then get a quick break as conversation goes back to it. You look down, you mm-hmm. check your note, and it says, don't drink your drink. <laughs> <laughs> Can I scrunch it up and shoot Sardonyx a glare? <laughs> Sardonyx sees your gaze and then looks very intently as he polishes some cutlery on the side. Was he the waiter who gave me my drink or was that a different one? He was the waiter who gave you your drink and a note with it, yes. Oh, come on, Sardonyx. <laughs> the chat is fairly amicable. Brock doesn't really say much. Your mother kind mm-hmm. of chats to you a bit about wanting to learn about what, you, what you're doing. She seems genuinely really interested. Mal, you get a nice conversation with the dust wobbles and the dino nozzles, especially Zamia dust wobble, who spoke to Osric asking what his point of view was on the lower gears. Yeah, I, I think I, I would be quite open with telling the truth about where I've been. Um, I've had a good couple of centuries out in this little village. I've lived with people who are less fortunate and become part of their community. Um, I'm a, I'd like to think I was a valued member with my little uh, quirky forge out on the outskirts. And I don't, I don't want to downplay the effect it's had on my life. I would obviously like to talk about the Unity Day stuff because I'm sure that's what everyone's still talking about. Um, and just see if anyone knows anything, has any idea. And I, I still really want to know about Lirana and if it's really true. Bergwine Spanatung is probably going to speak first. The attacks on Unity Day were a travesty, all agree. I firmly believe that if we still had security in the enforcers rather than private enforcers we could have done more and then he stops as he catches brock's eye and then but <clears throat> all enforcers did the best they could um, um uh, as for lirana bammy's gonna cut in it's all over barnett's radio that she was killed in the attack and brock coming in there are rumors egelian is mobilizing for an attack, we don't know who. People are saying they've pulled back their men from their outposts. Tell me, Osric, if you're so against security, what would you make of this? I, I didn't say I was against security. I think some security is a good thing, especially against organized threats. Perhaps, uh, perhaps you should send someone out to investigate diplomatically. At that moment, the doors are going to fling open to the dining room table and a fresh, clean-faced gnome with fiery red hair is going to walk in wearing the enforcer garb that they wear while in the mech suits, but not in a mech suit. Mm-hmm. He's going to come in very confidently and sit at the chair to the left of you. Directly next to me. Well, <laughs> look who it is, little cuz cuz. How's it going? <laughs> Elfgeet, I guess. Of course it's me. Well, you don't recognize me. Have I changed that much in this time? You haven't changed a bit. <laughs> Tell me, uh, I heard you were in town with some uh, friends. Uh, Larsa and Avolmine is what they were saying. Where are your friends now? You're not losing the few friends you have, are you? <laughs> I haven't seen them in some time. How do you know that Osric's been traveling with those people? Well, as the head of the Glamtinker Forces. When someone enters Tyr and shouts that Osric Glamtinker is back, <laughs> it's not exactly the sneakiest way to enter a city now, is it? Come on, cousin. And he elbows you. Like, it's playful, but you feel a bit of aggression there. Oh, wow. So you might know where they are. My name's Melinda. Hello, Melinda. Interesting hair you have for someone who's registered as a Sky Gnome. You guys finally fed up of living in the sky? Fancy coming back to living underground, huh? Something like that. <laughs> it's one of those people that laughs as though he's hilarious and everyone kind of doesn't want to disagree but no one really laughs with him I heard you'd left the city Elfgeet 
Well, I have a lot of things to do. As head of the Glam Tinker Enforcers, I'm pretty busy. Um, so. This is the second time he's said this, and at this, I'll um, slightly quietly, I'll just whisper, Tear Enforcers. Uh, I'm going to roll his perception to see if he notices you say that. Actually, you know what? I'm going to roll his, and I'm also going to roll Bergwine's, because Bergwine would love hearing that. So this is Bergwine. He got a 16. I'm really not happy about this whole sort of nepotistic takeover. He got a 15. <laughs> well, typical Osric held in the background, always falling behind. Gonna go try making a few new birds. I saw your birds outside. Very impressive. <laughs> At least I was trying something new. Anyway, just came <laughs> by. Can't stay. Very busy. Running the tiered forces. Busy man, you know, being prepped for leadership and all that. And he walks over to his father. Uh, Daddy, there's been more riots down in the lower gear, so I'm going to go sort that out, all right? Me and the proper enforcers. And he shoots Bergwine a look who looks very annoyed. Okay, see you later, Daddy. Mwah, mwah. Kisses either side of his cheek before leaving. (laughs) Bye, Osric. (laughs) (laughs) At that, I'm going to look around to see see if I can see where Myra's got to, because I do not want to punch this guy. (laughs) Myra is watching stoically not really giving anything away, whether she looks happy or sad about the situation. All right. At that, we're going to cut to Finn and Volley. Finn, you've been working on your project with the stuff from your bag and your tools. Volley, I'm assuming you've mostly just been rocking out with punk and rock. Pretty much since we uh, couldn't really squeeze out of that window. We've been told to stay here, right? That's what they told us. The guards told you to stay there. You didn't have to stay there. Okay. I mean, also, they left us, like, chained up here, so they probably assumed we were going to stay here. We decided we should wait. So, yeah, so once once Finn and Volley decided they should hang out, that's what Volley's doing. Punk and Rock have been serenading you through a montage of Finn tinkering with his bits and... Just rocking out in the corner. Yeah, just rocking out in the corner. Listening to some Bardock, finding a few new tunes, because Finn keeps shooting him looks. <laughs> Nothing's really gone on for about an hour. You've been in there for about an hour now. Finn, you finished. So, as part of uh, Finn's uh, Finn's project, he has uh, built himself uh, what is referred to as a steel defender. And uh, this steel defender comes in the form of a small uh, mechanical red panda that looks as adorable as you'd assume. And this is your class feature, isn't it? This is part of your artificer class. Yes, this is part of the um, the artificer class that I've decided to go down. We'll pick up as you are finishing this red panda. Is it the color red as well? Is it? I kind of envisaged it sort of like pseudo like black and red uh, like metal, but like it's not quite all. Some bits aren't quite the right color yet um, because I uh, because I've just sort of used what parts I could and I haven't had a chance to fully sort of you know do the aesthetics. Overall, it looks like a red panda with black and red, but bits a bit mismatched, perhaps not fitting perfectly correctly, a bit kind of put together. Yeah. And we'll pick up right there. And done. Awesome. I finally finished it. Volley, come take a look. Whoa, what? what is that? This is my new buddy. He's a little uh, little red panda uh, friend to help us uh, help us out. Does he have a name? Can I name him? Please. Um, this little guy, his name is Zag. Press my hand against it and sort of channel some essence into him. And he sort of animates. So he's uh, sort of a black and red, little uh, metal ears and little black metal nose and a long tail of alternating black and red. So the core component of him, uh, sort of his heart, if you will, was uh, was one of my guns, uh, Wiz, which kind of looked a bit like a, a ray gun from like an old space gun toy. Um, and that's the heart of him. And the rest of him is basically made of various parts he's managed to acquire through his journey. And from that shop, hopefully, that you got arrested at. So. Yes, the last few bits he needed. <laughs> you think it was worth it? <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get arrested for going to the shop. He got arrested on the way back from the shop. <laughs> so this red panda made of metal and bits and bobs comes to life it glows a little bit internally with essence and it immediately comes to your side and looks at you you can tell volley that it is sentient on some level just to be clear though the eyes aren't red my steel defender is not the terminator volley's gonna like try and pet it it'll allow you to pet it doesn't necessarily respond it 
kind of like petting one of those robotic dogs who doesn't really do anything. He's going to do it anyway. He's never seen a... Most of his attention seems to be drawn on Finn. I sort of uh, tickle him under his chin and just like, ah, you're such a good little guy, Zag. I'm so happy you're working. You can tell it's paying attention to you, but it's still kind of learning the ways of the world a bit. Yeah. While it's been going on, you've heard music die down and there is, although very faintly, there is the chatter of conversations. Outside the door? No, no, further down. Like it's quite far away, but it is... You know when you can hear the kind of echo or almost muffle of a voice, but you couldn't hear what it's saying or who it is? Yeah. I, I sort of tap on my shoulder and say, up, oh, Zag. So he's going to climb up your leg, up your chest, and then jump into your backpack. Its head just kind of popping out as it looks around at the world and kind of stares at Volley occasionally. Volley, what, uh, I can hear some people talking down there. What do you, I, I don't know what to do. If we wander around, we might get in more trouble. Yeah, but I'm bored. We've been sitting here for ages. We need to find Osric. He'll know what to do. Unfortunately, the message you sent may not have been as clear as as we could have maybe made it. Well, I don't know where we are. Yeah, I mean, could have gave him, given him some idea, maybe. But oh, that's in the past now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't that guy say that Osric was coming here anyway? Yeah, which is why we should go find him instead of just sitting here. What if Osric doesn't know we're here? I mean... Given the message, he almost certainly doesn't. Volley's going to get up from the corner and be like, "Look, well, we can't just sit here forever. I mean, I don't think that's really on the cards anyway. They'll be back at some point. Well, it's been like halfway to forever so far. <laughs> Something will happen soon <laughs> if we wait long enough. Fine. Ten more minutes. Okay, and we're going to cut to the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> The first section of the meal is over. Everyone gets up and starts heading into the room adjacent where there is, as you walk in, already a band playing various instruments. A little little mini orchestra, if you will, of nice kind of background music. This is a chance for people to chat to each other about various things, um, one-on-one or in groups or, or so on. Waiters are walking around with drinks on their trays. Osric, might you come with me? I believe we need to talk. I think that might be for the best. Good. Councilman Brock, it's an absolute honour to meet you. I've read so much about you in the history of Tear. Please, oh, it would be so fantastic if I could take a picture of you with uh, my friend Osric here. He's been such a good friend to me uh, since I met him. And you spoke so eloquently before the uh, terrible, terrible uh, things that transpired. And then I'm going to get my camera out and just sort of like go to. <laughs> Are you going to do it before he really has a choice? Pretty much, yeah. Like, obviously, if he was to protest, I probably would stop. Oh, yeah. Of, 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 uh, yes, of course. Uh, he's going to really slowly and awkwardly stand beside Osric. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. <laughs> Say, Albert. Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I'll take the snap. It really is such an honour. Osric has said such uh, high things about you. Mm. We <laughs> shall see. Please follow them into the drawing room. Um, I'm going to look to Osric to check whether he's going to uh, give me any indication that that's okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll nod at you and I'll, I'll nod at Myra as well if she's around. If nothing else, so that they know where I'm going in case I don't come back, I guess. <laughs> So, listener, you thought we were just splitting the party two ways. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> okay, so Mal, you're going to go in there where everyone's socialising and talking and chatting. You'll be able to talk to people if you want to and so on. We'll catch up with that in a second. Osric, you're going to follow Brock. It's going to take a while. He's incredibly slow. Down the corridor. Is he still afflicted with the truth spell? I'm yes, you are. acting as though I am. Yeah. Two guards with the glam tinker sigil on them are going to flank just... Because they do, they'll follow him round everywhere. You can wait here, please. And the two guards stand outside. Please, Osric, follow me. Before I follow him into these back rooms, I will turn and say to them, don't worry, I have no intention to harm him. They're going to look at you sternly. I should hope not, nephew. And he's going to lead you into a room that is clearly an office with various papers and drawers and so on through to this balcony that overlooks all of Tyr. From here, you can see all the way down 
the lights, the monorail going round. It's a fantastic site. It's clearly one of the best sites in all of Tyr. I haven't seen this view in over two centuries since my grandfather used to hold this room. Well, you made a choice to leave it behind, young Osric. We decided it would be best for me to take some time away. I was not turning my back on Tyr. Tell me, why return now? It's been 200 years. I, I wanted to show Tyr what I was capable of, what Springforge was capable of. I wanted to show the Glam Tinkers that perhaps change is not always all bad. So, do you think of yourself as a Springforge, not a Glam Tinker, then? I think it's possible to be both. You'll have to pick one. It's interesting that you appear at the same time as the Unity Day attacks happen, that there are riots in the lower gears, and I am coming close to the end of my life. In a brief moment where Osric gives himself over to, I guess, the poison, you'll say, yes, it, it is convenient and interesting that all of this is happening at the same time. Do you know that Agalian's fleets have been raised, that Lithel's armies are mustering, and your friends in Kiridor have recalled their men as well? I have few friends in Kiridor, and I was not following politics before this event happened. You seem to mistake me for someone with political ambitions. You don't seek the Glamtinker seat on the council? I'm aware that I'm under this this thing, and I can't lie, so I either have to say it or I have to word it differently, don't I? I was raised to expect it when I, when I grew older. It is not something I am actively plotting towards, but I'd be... I, I cannot lie. It is still an ambition of mine to see one day sit on this seat. And who would Osric... Springforge Glam Tinker be on the council. I would act in the interest of Tyr. My son has taken security too far. I fear he is ill-suited for the chair. It pains me to admit it. Whether Glam Tinker enforces his idea. I need you to roll perception for me, please, and I need to roll against you. Okay. Uh, I got a 10. Okay, got 15. You don't see it happen. You see the aftermath. A dagger, a black, smoky dagger, goes straight through Brock's throat. The pointed end coming out at you. Nice. Fuck's sake. Brock, eyes widen. His mouth opens and closes, but nothing but a guttural noise comes out. As quickly as it went in, goes back through his throat, and Brock falls to the ground. And in front of you, you see this shadowy figure... It's not quite corporeal, it's not quite not corporeal, it's both there and not there at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's going to swipe at you. Okay. Hopefully the first words out of Osric's mouth are guards. <laughs> <laughs> My AC is significantly reduced. <laughs> uh, nine. <laughs> but not that low. <laughs> <laughs> when Osric is wearing his full plate armour, well, chainmail, he doesn't. Get, he gets hit all the time. When he takes it all off to sit down for a nice <laughs> meal, he can suddenly dodge all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that full mail is uh, holding you down. Um, yeah. Okay, so it swipes you and it misses. You manage yeah. to jump back as this dagger. Even the dagger itself seems to be made of this black mist that's both there and not there. Yeah. What are you doing? It's your turn. I, I think I, I have to shout for help. Guards! Myra! Okay, they'll come in next turn. You shout for them. It's the Shadow's turn. Um, if, if I could do another action, I'm going to just glance around to see if there's any sort of defensive thing I can grab. Close to you is a very nice-looking war axe on the wall. I don't really want a weapon. I want a shield. Okay. Or something like a shield. Roll a d20. 11 up, yes. 1 to 10, no. 11. There is a very nice bronze circular table that you can probably grab and hold between the two of you. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll pick up the table. It's one of those smaller ones, a, a mini desk, if you will. Yeah. Perfect, you grab that. It's the shadow's turn. The shadow is going to vanish over the edge of the balcony. Of course it is. It's almost as if he orchestrated this to make it look like you did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
the guards are going to come in and find you holding a table and the dead Brock lying on the balcony in front of you. That's why I didn't grab the, the axe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. They're going to draw their swords at you because obviously that, that's the first axe they'll do. Nope. S- slow down. This isn't what it looks like. And I'll, put the, I'll try, slowly put the bronze, completely blunt bronze table back onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasising its bluntness. <laughs> what have you done? I was speaking of my uncle. Then some shadow thing stabbed him in the back of the throat. They're going to arrest you, yep. but you'll have a chance to deal with it afterwards. They're just guards. They're not anyone in charge. So they're, if they don't arrest you, they're bad at their job. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to arrest you. We're going to cut quickly to Mal, who's in the ballroom. Mal, the amount of time it took this whole thing to happen... Who do you want to talk to and why? Um, probably Myra. Okay. Because I haven't spoke to her yet. Um, and I just want to get an understanding of, like, just introduce myself, say I'm Osric's friend, and just get an understanding of, like, what's kind of been going on here. Okay. So Myra is standing in the corner, looking a bit out of it, downing some wine. Um, I, I do hope everything goes okay with Osric. He, he was always very kind to me, much kinder than than others were. What What do you worry about? He's next in line, and Alfgeed was being prepped for that. With Osric being gone for so long, there was word that Alfgeed would be the next glam tinker on the council, and with him returning, and Alfgeed's not one to take these kind of things, and I don't know where Father wants to... Uh, I just worry. It's nothing. It's I'm sure it's nothing. And what about these um, glam tinker enforcers, interior enforcers? How, who's... Who's in charge? It used to be the Tyr enforcers, but the Glam Tinkers now have the biggest private army in all of Tyr. It started as a security force, but it seems more than that. They they took over the factories and the lower gears. They they monitor transport. Father did an agreement with with S and with the Sprite Techs. All security now goes through the Glam Tinker enforcers rather than through the Tyrs themselves. And what does the council say about that? I would never have expected this of Tyr. The council, they don't really have much of a say. Alfgeed says that the Glam Tinkers are the council. <laughs> Not that the Dust Wobbles would agree, of course. I I don't know what... And at that moment, the guards are going to forcibly pull Osric into the hallway. We're going to cut to Volley and Finn. Volley <laughs> and Finn! Woo! You start hearing footsteps going very fast towards you. Canonically, this happens at the same time as... Osric scene and Melinda scene. You hear muffled voices. Both of you roll perception for me to see if you can make out what the voices are saying. Yes, sir. 15. That's a 13 from Finn. Okay, so Finn, you don't hear it, but Volley, you hear it. You hear the voice. <laughs> Daddy said to kill them, okay? So it's Daddy's orders. Do it. Osric's a traitor. And then two footsteps are coming to the door. So Volley will kind of instantly begin to panic and assume they're talking about us and not even think about it. He's just going to start hitting Finn and be like, we need to go right now. People are coming. What do you mean? Of course people are coming. I heard someone be like, oh, look, we need to murder them. Oh, daddy said so. Oh no, that sounds like that guy who arrested us. That's not good. Um, Okay, Volley, I think you're right. I think we maybe have to get out of here. What points of egress can we see? You have one action now. You can do one thing. Each of you can do one thing. How close are the footsteps? They're very close. They're at the door. Uh, Then Volley is going to run and hide behind the door. So when the door opens, does it open inwards? Yeah. Then Volley is going to be behind the door when the door opens inwards. So he okay. stood on the hinge side. Finn, what are you doing? Finn, come over here. Uh, I'll go stand with Volley. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're both hiding behind the door. Right. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't really know what's going on, but Volley seems to have an idea. As in last time, I feel like it's pretty easy to hide behind uh, Volley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's hide behind the tree. <laughs> yeah. I'm essentially hiding behind the potted plant in the room. There's a clank of the lock as the door opens. The door swings open. Um... They're not there. And I'm going to roll for intelligence to see if they can... How far into the room have they walked? They've walked past the door. They're in front of you now, but the door's obviously kind of half between you and them. So there's no room to get round the door and out? No. It's a small room. If they open the door, you're not there. They're not going to walk in and be like, let's check the floor. <laughs> yeah, they're not super stupid. They're going to turn around and see a tree and a guy stood behind the door <laughs> in a really weird pink panther moment. <laughs> Technically, they're not doing anything wrong by standing behind a door. Hey, 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 guys! You look uh, decidedly unhandcuffed. No, we we 
put them back on gently. Oh, you put them back on gently. Okay. So we could yeah, break yeah. out of them if we want to, but they're yeah. kind of like they're not locked, but they're they okay. look like okay. they're on. Okay, that's fine. Oh, hey guys. Um. Oh, thank God it's you. I thought some uh, crazy people were showing up. What are you doing? I mean, we we were we were we were just a bit frightened, so we just decided to you know hide a little. Okay. Well, here's a suggestion. Both of you get on the floor on your knees and close your eyes. Okay. Counter argument to getting on the floor and closing my eyes. Why don't we just hang out? You know, we're all just we're all just dudes. You know, chat some shit. You can tell us what's going on in your life. We can tell you what's going on in ours. Like we're we're all just nice people. Like, why don't we just everyone just calm down and would you kindly just talk to us and and not punch us in the face? Out of curiosity, are, are you going with the sort of the law of you only say would you kindly when you're doing this? I like it. I love yep, it. Yep, pulled it straight from Bioshock, dropped it straight in this podcast. Uh, 14. Does that pass? Sorry. Yeah. I've got a counter argument for you. And he pulls out his sword. Get on the ground and close your eyes. Counter, counter argument, since I've just used a level one spell. If you want, I could uh, roll a d20 and see if it triggers wild wild magic yeah so this will be the first time that wild magic from volley's wild essence will go off so roll i did i got a nat 20 (laughs) it means nothing i have to get a one i managed to control my wild essence they are going to manually force you to your knees uh volley i think this is unfortunately where we have to disagree with these guys and finn's gonna lead by example snap his cuffs off and pull his gun (laughs) As they don't know that your cuffs aren't working, I'll allow you a surprise round on them. Okay. So he's going to pull his gun out, but he's um going to do that as a feint. He's going to swing his speaking spell focus around, and he is going to cast Thunderclap uh, Cantrip. Okay. Each creature within range other than you must succeed on a con saving throw or take a d6 damage. Well, I don't want to get punched by that, so I'm going to roll a con save. Yeah, I'm going to roll a con save as well. 16. 13. That passes. Three on the other one. Uh, Three damage. I guess we would hear this big loud noise. Yeah, that's 20 foot, isn't it? 100. 100 100 feet. Okay, so this is going to happen at the same time. It it happens at the same moment as the knife comes through Brock's throat dramatically. (laughs) (laughs) That changes the entire scene. (laughs) So this happens at the same time as Osric has been dragged into the hallway. So Osric is dragged into the hallway and there's this huge sound of thunder going through the entire mansion. They are fine. Volley, you've had your turn. Finn's had his turn. Roll initiative. Uh, I get six. (laughs) 17. (laughs) What the fuck? How do you roll two nat 20s in a row? At least he's using them now and not on his his hits. Oh my God. You're never allowed to DM a campaign again. Okay, Finn is six. Volley? 17. Okay, so the guards are going to act first because I've managed to roll two nat 20s. (laughs) So... Fuck's sake. Absurd. That is insane. (laughs) Uh, Guard one is going to swipe at Finn because Finn seems the biggest issue right now. 16 to hit. That's bang on my AC. So that hits. Uh, Six damage as they slice you. Get on the floor. Do you mind just being executed really easily, please? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought you were trying to go for, so hell no. It'll be an honor to die for Tia. The next one is going to swipe at Folly. No, thank you. Seven. Nimbly dodges out of the way as he swings at him. And it's now your turn to rebuttal. It is. Volley is going to cast Sleep. Okay. He's going to clap his hands, and again, the snow-like sleep spores fall onto them. So that's how much HP? 24. The guard... You know, it'll be an honor to die. Executing's really tiring work. Why don't you why don't you have a nap there, buddy? I might, I might. Yeah, I think I'll execute them tomorrow. And both guards are gonna just fall asleep. <laughs> both of them. Nice. Yeah. Uh Finn, shall we get out of here? Yeah, let's get the hell out. <laughs> and I'll run out the door with volley. Is there a lock on the outside? There is. It's a bolt lock. Volley's going to lock it. Make sure they don't get woken up while they're having a nice nice nap. Yeah. Yeah. We did them a favor, really. We're going to cut to the ballroom. Osric's being pulled into the ballroom in front of everyone by the guards. 
Everyone's turning around to what the commotion is. And as that happens, a giant thunderous noise booms through the entire <laughs> mansion. If that didn't get your attention. Melinda, you see Osric being dragged in. It's not fully dragged, but it's dragged in the way that he's, you know, they've got him by the arm and pulling him forwards. What are you doing with him? We found him with the dead body of Brock Glamtinker. What? What are you talking about? There's gasps across the entire auditorium. <gasps> we found Brock dead at his feet. Osric was the only person with him. I was not the only person. Where, where are your, where are the, the guards? Why, why are you not trying to help Brock? Bergwine Spanatung is going to step forwards. <sighs> Osric, are the accusations true? No, of course not. Why would I kill my own uncle? And with what? This is preposterous. I have no weapons. Uncuff him at once. This is an outrage. My lady, I love tear enforcers. Do not answer to a sky gnome. Of course, but you need to investigate this at once. We will, but in the meantime, the prime suspect should be taken to the dungeons. Don't you think it's more important to gather evidence? Somebody could be in that scene right now. He's going to nod at the guards. I'm afraid we'll have to wait till Alfgeet gets here. This is now a glam tinker investigation. This is complete nonsense. This is not up to Article 51 of the Tier Code. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Sky Gnome. I always said I like Sky Gnomes. This whole privatised army is ridiculous. This is Tier Enforcer territory. A murder has happened in Tier. This is our jurisdiction. Make sure to start talking about trade agreements and metachlorians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at the, the crime scene and take some pictures, uh, since none of you seem to be up to the police work. I will escort the Sky Gnome and vouch for her independence. She helped on Unity Attacks, I believe her, to be honourable. That's fine, but the guards are coming with you, and two guards are going to walk with you and Bergwine to the murder scene. Osric, you are going to be taken away by the guards. What do you want to say before that happens? What do you want to do? It is Sardonyx in the room. Sardonyx is in the room. He looks white as a sheet. Can I look at Sardonyx and say... Sardonyx, you were aware I was poisoned earlier with a truth spell. I was, Lord. I was. Can someone ask me if I killed Brock? Ooh, roll persuasion with advantage. Very, very good. Well done. <laughs> good job remembering what happened to you. Ah, <laughs> oh, best was a ten. Oh, God. Oh, mate, that literally could have changed the entire campaign. <laughs> not the entire campaign, but the entire of this event. Anyone else in this group, roll. <laughs> I was genuinely, if you succeeded, you would have been acquitted for sure. 100%. That would be the end For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I rolled it once more for good luck. I got 21. <laughs> no fucking way. The glam ticker guards are going, and what? Proof do we have that you're not lying, servant? This is ridiculous. We're taking him away. Alfgeed will deal with you, and he's going to pull you away, Osric. I will not fight this, but I'm not being seen by Alfgeed. Send Myra. Send one of the other glam tinkers. Myra is there, in fact. As you're being pulled away, she's going to shout above the rest of the kind of murmurings. I'll come, Osric. I'll speak to my brother, I'm sure. And that's the last thing you hear of her as you're pulled out the room. Uh, the guards are not gentle with you. They are pulling you. These glam ticker guards seem to have no respect or care for you, despite the fact you are, in fact, a glam ticker. Uh, roll insight. I got a 20. So the speed at which the guards have responded, the lack of care they have for the fact that you're a glam tinker, despite they are glam tinker guards, this seems to you slightly orchestrated. You don't know that for sure, but it seems... Awfully quick justice and lack of respect for you as a glam tinker if they are indeed glam tinker guards. If I was a melodramatic character, I would shout, Elfgeet! Yes, yeah, exactly. As I get dragged away. Yeah. You don't know for sure, but it feels like it could have been orchestrated to some level. Finn and Volley, you are free in the mansion. I guess we'll probably head towards any voices we can hear. There are footsteps are coming towards you because you have made a shit ton of noise. Actually, no, on the contrary, I think we I'd be urging us to run away from any voices given that the people in this house just tried to kill us. But we need to find Osric and, yeah, and Melinda. But, I mean, how are we to know that they're even here? Like those guys just tried to kill us. We need to get out of here and go back to the inn to find them. Okay. You're right. Uh so I'm gonna look for like a window or something like that that we can maybe sneak out of or something. I have a contingency plan if we're high up. Okay. Uh, you are high up. You are above the, not that you know this, but you are above what is going on below you. There are windows. There are big windows and footsteps are coming. So if you're going to act, you need to act soon, but there are windows and they do open up fully. They can, there's kind of double windows that you can open up. 
Like French doors almost. Yeah, like French door windows, exactly. Okay, I'm going to cast Featherfall on volume myself. Nice. So um, I pull out my speaking spell focus and it becomes like a little glider for me to uh, fly down on. And I basically pull out from one of the uh, the slots on it an extra like small disposable glider that I hand to Volley. What am I supposed to do with this? Volley, we're, we're, we're going to have to jump. Jump? Uh, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. That is magically imbued with essence and it will make sure you don't get hurt. The noise came from down here. Quickly, guards, this way. We got to go now, Volley. And Finn just yeets himself out the window. <laughs> Volley, Volley takes a second to like compose himself. As you do, guards do come around the corner and they see you. That's fine. He takes a second and he just goes, oh, for the mother tree, and then jumps off the little balcony. As Volley is like gliding down, he kind of gets into it. And he's like, woohoo, this is awesome. He's like definitely not aware that he should be quiet. Melinda, you are at the murder scene with mm-hmm. Bergwine and two guards. And you look out the window and see a flying tree. <laughs> yeah, different side of the house, sadly. I, I would have loved that, but sadly, different side of the house. <laughs> um, Bergwine and you are currently standing over the body of Brock Glamtinker in pure silence. I'm going to take some pictures. For your scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being a detective. And this is when I met Brockland Tinker. <laughs> <laughs> Selfie. This is grave news for both Tia and Daria. Who could have done this? It looks like he was killed with a blade. The guards, was Osric holding a blade? The two guards look a bit awkward to each other. Uh, no, uh, no. Ugh. He's going to lean over and whisper to you, Melinda. I'm going to have to roll stealth for him as well, actually. Let's see if he gets away with it. Yeah, he does, 12. Melinda, you did good by us on Unity Day. Please, follow my lead. I'll just nod. He is going to turn and slash one of the guards down with his rapier. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Oh, my God. God damn. damn. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, well, he, he, just, he just waves his moustache, like throwing yeah. blood off like a wet dog. Yeah, he turns so quickly that his moustache has a bit of a lag tie behind him. <laughs> he whips round and like breaks one of their jaws. Hot damn. For a 16. With his oh rapier moustache. I know that was a joke, but that would be a really badass character idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> Razor mustache guy. Razor mustache guy. A sword mustache. He's going to do seven damage as he slashes the guard next to him. The guard's not dead, but he's injured. Uh, Amy, you have a move as well. I'm like shocked. So there's two guards, isn't there? I need, we need to understand what's going on here. I'm going to say to the other guard. Roll persuasion. 13. The one guard is not injured. There's one guard is very, very injured and bleeding heavily, holding his chest. The other one's not injured. Um, uh, pl- please, uh, I'm, I'm new. I, I, I didn't want to be part of it. I, I didn't want to be part of it. Please, 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 please. I'm, I'm sorry. Drop your weapons and you will tell us what you know. He's going to put down his sword and the other one who's injured is also going to put down their sword. We were just told that Osric was a traitor to Tyr and that we were to arrest him when Brock is killed. That, that's all we know. When Brock is killed, you knew this would be happening. He is our councilman. Your councilman. It was... We were ordered to do it. I'm, I'm sorry. By whom? We're loyal to Alfgeed. Alfgeed Glamtinker. Please, please spare us. Bergwine, these men need to be arrested and taken to secure custody so that we c- you can um, prove that Osric is innocent and also uncover this plot. Under perfect circumstances, I would agree with you. But we are in the Glamtinker estate, guarded by Glamtinker enforcers in a Glamtinker conspiracy. And he is going, unless you do anything, he's going to cut them both down. Can I, can I talk to him or is he going to just do that? Like? No, he can't. If you stop him, yeah, he turns to them and goes, you are both traitors to Tyr. And he's going to raise his sword. You can stop him if you want. Look, first we need to get signed confessions. This is not, this is not how things should be done in Aria. Surely you know that too. He's going to look down. Roll persuasion for me. Oh, not 20, baby. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, it was on, on D&D Beyond and I must have not rolled on that 20. And it was like, a B? What does a B mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, I don't know what to do. How, how do we smuggle these people out? And I, and I can get to my men, then maybe. Can we send a message to your men? They must have secure phones. If not, I can 
sends a secure encrypted message. But surely you have this technology too. I do, but who knows if the sprites are coming out of here or being checked. I, uh, this is treason to tear. I, uh... What of the other counsellors? Maybe we can get to them and convince them of Osric's innocence and, and muster tear forces. I, uh... <clears throat> you hold these men here, and I will go and speak to the dino nuzzles and the dust wobbles. Okay, but Melinda, I know, I know we don't know each other well, but be careful. You don't know if they're part of this conspiracy or not. You don't know who to trust. But I promise, on my honor, I will not execute these people. As long as they undermine my custody, I will not execute them. So, so span a tongue, you do tears proud. <laughs> Thank you, my lady. <laughs> and you leave that room back into the party, not knowing who you can or can't trust. Osric, the two guards drag you away from the hall. The last thing you see is your mum looking very concerned, and then the doors close behind you. You are taken out of the estate, dragged quite forcibly and roughed around. As you get outside the estate, you hear some shouting from guards. Something else is clearly going on. Mm. You are taken into a small airship that will fly you down. You're not sure where, but you know it's definitely one of the lower gears. I'll probably try and look out the window to see if I can see what's causing all this commotion as I leave. You see some guards running into one of the mazes on the side of the estate, although what is causing it, you don't really know. Okay. Am I with anyone in the airship? Just some guards? There are four Glam Tinker guards with you. They're not wearing full mech suits, but they've got the exoskeleton that you had and their weapons. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a quick look. Are they taking care of it? <laughs> the airship's going to fly down the gears and pull over to one of the... It's not the lower gears, but it's sort of the middle... It's one of the middle tiers. <laughs> The airship's going to pull over to one of the grand buildings, something you've always been aware of but never had to deal with before. The clockwork hold. It's the great prison of tears, this dome structure that slowly moves on its own minor axis, separate to the gear it's on. And the airship's going to dock with one of the bays on the side there. Mm. I thought you glam tinker enforcers would have your own little jail, not use the city one. What exactly am I being charged with? You say that as the doors of the airship open, and as the guards grab you and force you out. Murder and high treason. Mr. Spring Forge. As they walk down the ramp, you see a normal tier enforcer coming up looking quite concerned. Right. Well, what is this? What is the meaning of this? What, what, what's going on? Who is this guy? A high traitor, Mr. Spring Forge. Whoa, 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 hang on a second. Where, where are the paperwork? What's going on? And the glam tinker guards are just going to push the enforcer out the way. There's clearly mm. definitely a level of authority they have over the enforcers, and you're being taken in to the main building. Do I see what they do with all of my gear? Or is it just sort of left behind as I get pushed through? Once you get in, there's a bit of a montage where you are stripped down, <laughs> searched, your clothes are taken off you and given to the desk. They are then given a bright yellow jumpsuit mm -hmm. with a number on the back. Which contrasts really well with my hair. Exactly. <laughs> While this is happening, roll perception for me. Ironically, if I get blasted with water, it's probably the cleanest I've been in quite a while. Yeah, yeah, they definitely blast you with water for sure. They trim your beard and hair a little bit to get a bit more under control. Uh, I, I will, yeah, I think I'll try and bat them away a little bit if I, if I can. Um, I've got 15 on my perception. While this is happening, you are aware, although you're being swamped with water and your things have been taken off you and you've been given clothes, there's a constant argument or resistance from the tier enforcers. This is not how the process is meant to be. You're being sent straight to prison without any form of due process, being held in a jail overnight before trial, anything. And the enforcers are quite clearly unhappy about it, but they seem unable to really stop it from happening. Yeah. Once all that happens, you are then escorted in by two normal enforcers through to the great gates that will lead into the giant dome building. And as it opens and you step forward, you see that there is like a shimmering layer, like a thick, almost digital layer in front of the door that's just opened mm -hmm. the guard you left mr springforge it'll feel a bit strange at first i apologize but you will become used to it after a while as you step through it can you roll wisdom for me i can oh i actually get an advantage because i'm a gnome there you go <laughs> which is terrible for a gnome built prison but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got 20 doesn't affect you, but you're aware there was a feeling of trying to make you calm and docile. Right. Okay. I'm still going to act as though it's affected me. Like I am just going to basically kind of go with what they're trying to get me to do. I'm not here to cause fuss. At the same time, you notice that the two guards beside you, their collars light up briefly for about a second as green and then go down. Right. Right. Well, here you go. 
The guard to your left hands your bedroll. Welcome to Gem Pop, Mr. Springforge. 